Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Borgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. It is the way. And making his last time was your fifth appearance, so this would be six. Do I have that correct, Rick? Uh, supposedly. Okay, good. Making his sixth appearance on the show, Mr. Rick Rudell of Team Militant Casual. At last, we shall have our revenge. We were hoping to have Drew with us here tonight, but he is uh, apparently uh, in, involved in some very dedicated uh, after-birthday shenanigans, so we will miss him and hope to have him back next week. Um, there is no plan to this show, so we're just going to give you all a heads up right now. We're just going to sit around bullshit, and I'm going to drink White Claw while we talk about Star Wars. Um, Should we sing Drew happy birthday? I'm not singing on... on I'm not singing. It it was Drew's. It was Drew's two to the fifth power birthday. I can, I'm not that good at math. Eight, <laughs> I can hear eight, people doing the arithmetic right now. Yeah, every, <laughs> just we're gonna take ten seconds so everybody can do it. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. I can do math. Rick, congratulations on returning to the show and stealing my mantle of youngest person on the program. You bastard. You're welcome. Uh, younger than you? How old yeah. are you? How old am I? I turned thirty in March. Jesus. Oh, okay. So, oh, never mind. I thought you were. I thought you were like twenty-eight. No, I'm twenty-nine. Oh, all right. So he's so he's a year and I'm two months younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So but still, bunch of fucking sperm just wriggling around. <laughs> Yes, Jeff, you're hanging out with a you're hanging out with a bunch of millennials. You knew what this was when you signed up. It's, it's okay, Jeff. I guess, I guess Drew's Gen my technically. Perfectly Gen, fine. Drew's Gen Y technically, isn't he? Uh, like I mean, no, no, he's still he's still millennial. I'm still millennial. I think he's, he's the very the very first wave of millennial. All right. So let's just I'm, let's let's get to the big one out of the way. Who wants to freak out about the man, the end of the Mandalorian season two oh, first? Oh, I thought we were talking about Jeff's mother when you said the big one. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's going to oh. be that kind of show. I see. Okay, she has, I'm so glad Rick's back. <laughs> she has nothing but good things to say about you, Rick, and she's been dead for six years. So, oh, <laughs> well, Rip, this, this I'm leaving this that in. I'm leaving that in just so everyone else realizes how much of an asshole you look like now, Rick. Okay, so we're talking about the Mandalorian. There's nothing. There is. There is no statute of limitation on mom jokes. It doesn't matter. I was making fun. I was making your mom jokes to my friend Eugene a week after his mom died. Like Bro. literally a week later, we're in Vegas, and I'm making your mom jokes to him. Okay. Well, hold up. That's okay. To be fair, that's Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Vegas is like it's like a there's like a bubble around Vegas where as soon as you go in, all the rules are turned off, and as soon as you leave, you're back to real life. Yeah, well, I, it wouldn't have mattered. It's there's just I believe that out. actually. I entirely believe that you would do that. Absolutely. Just on GP. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just gonna admit it, guys. I cried like a five year old at the at the end of that at the, at the the last ten minutes of that episode. I cried. I didn't cry, but I just sat there wondering, as I mentioned on the show before, how it is that they do something in a 30, 40 minute TV show that people with $200 million can't do in a movie. Because money doesn't buy talent. I, I That's should. the Yankees for the last 10 years. It's, oh. it's 
I, you know, ask the New York Rangers forever. <laughs> you know, it's 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 the difference between knowing it's it's the difference between sticking to what something is and trying to shoehorn something in, in trying to shoehorn something else. You know, into an already established franchise like. And look at the saga. It's that wasn't a thirty-minute episode. Um, doing more than a two-hour feature-length film, that was realistically a four-hour feature film. If you look you at the could, season yeah. as a whole, yeah, um, which is fantastic, and you can do a lot more with that because you have those breaks and the and the production process is just a little bit different all the way along. Um, but but you're right, like there the question does have to be asked how can a how can a miniseries a straight to streaming service miniseries um be so incredible and have such better storytelling i'm going to say storytelling um compared to some of the feature length films we've yeah we've seen. it's it's re it really is remarkable it's and it's consistent it's not yep. like you know it, it it's not like it it has C great C episodes. I mean, it has great B plus episodes, but a great B plus episode of TV is a pretty damn good episode of TV. I would say it even has some like B minus. Episodes. I mean, maybe. But like I as much as I enjoyed the spiders, I, I mean, the ever, I swear to God, the ice spiders is all anybody says when they want if they have critiques about the Mandalorian. <laughs> you could the that is that is literally like you know what that is? That's the mole on Cindy Crawford's face is the ice spider episode. <laughs> I the entirety is perfect. I loved that episode. Loved oh, it. Oh, no, no. It I, was a great I episode. I thought it was cool. But if I was looking at season two, trying to find a an episode that I thought was the weakest, that might be the weakest episode in season two. That's probably... I, I would argue that, that's, if, if, that that is the weakest episode of the series, and it's still a B plus. That's what okay. I think, too. I, 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 can, I can get behind that. Like, it, um, it's... <laughs> You know, that's that's the episode that or that's the assignment you turn in. That you know, uh, what I, I hate, I'm too old to make a college reference anymore because I don't remember anything I did in school. You know that that's the one quiz that you didn't study for that you ended up getting an 87 on instead of the 95 that you average. You know what I mean? So I had a question because we we weren't sure. I'm I'm relatively sure of this, but you guys might remember. Those spiders were the knobby spiders that Ezra realized were semi-sentient in Rebels, right? I don't think so. They, I, didn't have the, they didn't have the eyes. I think they were, but more importantly, they were the concept art from original Dagobah. If you, look, okay. if you look at the concept art from Dagobah for Empire, um, those spiders are, are present. The I I don't think they're the spiders from Rebels, Jeff. The they look a lot more, dare I say, Giger esque than they do Rebels. I don't. I, I mean, well, yeah, but Rebels is a cartoon. I, I really think sure, but they don't have the big googly eyes. I I just I don't remember. I I really think they were awfully close. I'm gonna put a link in in uh, in the chat. Way ahead of you. Well, so you, just so you guys can look. Um, uh, da, da, da. But uh, 
I just I I really liked that episode. I loved the uh, the frog princess man. Uh, just uh, she um, was great. I felt bad for her for her um, deceased children, but she was great. Her the, her, her snacks. The child snacking on, <laughs> snacking snacking his way toward genocide, and people got upset with that. And I was like, that was that's uh, genius. Yeah, he he has shown himself to be a, a trash panda. Go <laughs> ahead. I loved it. I, I just loved it. I loved everything about it. I thought I it was unnecessary and gratuitous. No. Oh God, no. Um, uh, okay. Do you, if if we're gonna if, uh, let me, I, I am not this guy. This is not something that I normally would would quote unquote you know complain about. But I think that if there was any episode where you could honestly make a pretty direct, you know, problematic. Let's use that word problematic comparison. It's the one with Mayfeld. This y'all, that's a straight up cowboys and Indians scene. What are you ta- what are you talking about specifically? The, the 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 scene with the the juggernaut crawler where Mando has to basically oh, yeah, butcher sure. three. That's he's like he just slaughtered you know five yeah. hovercraft worth of, worth of essentially Native Americans. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> like, and we talked and we, about we're looking we were like, for it. The Caribbean pirates. No, uh, no. No, Rick. No, that was a oh. that was straight up stagecoach. Let's Drew, not. Drew just joined us. Hey, Drew. Hi, Drew. Uh, we can uh, we can sing you happy uh, birthday now. No, yeah. I'm not singing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but I, hang on, I hang on. It. I, I was watching it and I turned to my housemate and I was like, "He's just killing the people on the good team right now." Yeah. It's a, yeah, <laughs> like no, I remember they are not it. on the good team because they are not on Grogu's team. We have to have a different definition of good and bad because I think I, one I of mean, the things I think one of the things Mandalorian is going to try to do in season three is not show the New Republic as the good guys. Well, I, I think it's going mm. to try to. Make, I I think there's going to be a little bit of not not everybody's perfect, and while the New Republic. Um, has has some nice things and is better than the Empire. Um, they're still bureaucratic bitches. Okay, well, perfect, a perfectly perfectly valid inference to make, but I don't think that's it, it, nobody is signing up to them. You don't sign up to a Western to end up watching, you know, The Shield, right? To like. <laughs> Go ahead, John. I, I agree with you that I think it's it's definitely aiming to be and is more morally ambiguous. But the Empire is still the bad guys. Yeah. The, well, what the, if... the New Republic is not going to be perfect. Mandalorian is not going to be perfect. Grogu is not going to be perfect. But the Empire is still the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that you know, one of the things that we don't know about Grogu is we don't know what he's had to do for the, the 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 time difference between the burning of the Jedi Temple and when he got found. So yeah. yeah, he acts like a trash panda. We don't know what this little dude has had to do to survive. Yeah. Like we we know that he popped up in a silver egg after being used for uh, after being used for essentially scientific trials for God knows how long. Like other than that, that's a whole just gaping that's a gaping chasm of character that hasn't been explored yet. So 
This dude's probably eating a lot worse things than somebody's eggs. <laughs> like, to, like to him, he's just like he may still be in the mode of, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna eat again, so I'm eating now. Yeah, and okay. and it's very Yoda. I mean, Yoda was a goddamn trash panda too. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not like Dagobah had a had a supermarket that we could see. You know, like Yoda, Yoda beat up R two for some concentration. <laughs> mine, mine. <laughs> I rewatched that scene like I think hey, two days ago, stop and it now. It, it's it's still. I, I'm impressed with how good that puppetry still is. Yes. Yeah, like the effects on that original trilogy somehow stand up. Six, oh. I, I mean, we're pushing 50 years later. Speaking of effects, coming back, not quite full circle, but coming way back, when we talked about the difference between the movies and um, the difference between the movies and the show, I will say you can see the difference between a feature bu- a feature budget and the TV and the show budget in the CGI mouth. While Tarkin and Leia were both capable of speaking their lines i feel like i was watching ventriloquist luke right uh, you know <laughs> yeah i think that it sort of cuts two ways because i i do agree with you that you know the effects at the at its best in the movies are better than the effects at their best in mandalorian but on the other hand there's so much stupid cheesy shit that they do in the movies because they have the budget to do it. It's like if if they just cut out the stupid cheesy crap, it would actually be better. And which is why doesn't doesn't even have that temptation. Which is why the OG series, I think is um, like when you're talking about the effects being so good, it's because they didn't have an, uh, a, a, uh, whatchamacallit of riches, a, um, a travesty of riches or whatever the phrase is. Well, they made, I mean, they, they invented 80% of the stuff for that move for those movies. Right. And so yeah. it had to be the simple, most direct way. Yeah. Whereas nowadays you can just CGI in whatever you want, exactly. which is how you get porgs, which is fantastic, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also how you get other things that are just terrible. Oh, Let me God. see your porg face. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know if I can hear Drew. Can you guys hear Drew? No. no. He's he's not we're not getting any volume from him, which means it's his mic. Okay. Yeah. Um I, I you know I've actually been pretty happy with most of the effects on the show. Especially and you know, this is probably my favorite. sec this is my second favorite episode of season two. The crate dragon episode is still fucking incredible. Pretty good. Like that's it's funny that we call that the, we call this show more a western. Did anybody else feel like that that was more kind of almost a mid, like a medieval story? You know, it's a, it's a definite mix of genres because there's the Kurosawa in there. There's you know which which is appropriate because Star Wars is based on the Kurosawa. Hidden Fortress. Yeah, the Hidden Fortress. Yep. Exactly. So, um, like the the whole Ahsoka, that thing was oh, that's Yojimbo. 
it's Yojimbo. <laughs> yeah, it's Yojimbo. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's shot for shot in some points. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I love that stuff because it's all very minimalist, Westerns minimalist, minimal, mm-hmm. minimalist, the, the yep. medieval stuff, yep. the, the Kurosawa stuff. It's all very minimalist, and I think it works a lot for the show. So. I'm just I'm just waiting for Favreau to adopt some part of um, uh, is it Harakiri, one of the other legendary Mufun uh, Japanese uh, uh, yeah. samurai movies. Uh, very, I, I think that's one of the ones with a very very famous duel at the end. Uh, but I'm not sure how they would do it with gunfights instead of swords. But hey, that's half the fun. Um, but yeah, going back to the the crate dragon. Now I'm I'm gonna say some blasphemous shit here. I have never played Knights of the Old Republic. Me either. Why is it black? No, but same here. Same here. Okay, I'm surprised. Three of the okay. People are gonna turn so the show I off have, as soon as I say that, by the way. I have I'm, played Kotor. And I ended up stopped playing it when I couldn't beat the um the swoop racing uh level on Tatooine and it just also I hate D twenty systems because it's either like you hit or you miss. And it's like, and I hit more than I miss, and it's just really. Or I don't ever play. Don't hit. ever play XCOM. Oh God, no! The only okay. reason there's a reason I only play Edge of the Empire. Okay, um, <clears throat> but I I was watching an episode and having like no direct experience with the crate dragon. I was, you know, I, I just thought that was the coolest, one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. I've been in Star Wars my entire life, and that was brand new to me. Now I'm not calling myself an OG. I, you know, I haven't read all the books. I've probably gotten through a quarter of the EU, if that. You know, I've I've read most of the Yuuzhan Vong and some of the Thrawn, and all of Rogue Squadron. That's it. But I'm like I'm watching this show, and I'm still finding new stuff in universe that other people have known about for years. I had no idea the dragons were that big. Yeah, they. I knew they got that big, but the 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 book that I what is it? It was right after Episode Two came out, and my my but my dad bought me like a bestiary of like Star Wars creatures. And it had the crate dragon. A couple of there were two variants in that book, and I was so upset that it that the one that we got on this on screen was not the one that we saw. It was very reminiscent of the skeleton that C three PO walks by. Yeah. In um, A New Hope, but having said that, it was still ridiculously awesome. And my wife recently got me the art book for season one of Mando, but I did watch the thing on YouTube where they were going through kind of Ahsoka. And they mentioned um, the crate dragon in that, and that Favreau kind of wanted it to be more movie-like. I think it's the longest episode out of season two, and it's almost like its own mini movie um, in that way. Yeah, it definitely felt like time. that, and I was frustrated because it was the first episode of yep. the season, and so I thought all of the episodes were going to be, you know, the forty-five minute long yep. uh, mini yep. series, like BSG style. And instead, we got but, not, and that I was like, but, but, but I want more. Uh, you know what more. that means? That means that the then... editor did his job. If, if, <laughs> if you come out yep, of every yep. episode of a TV show in a good mood, going, give me more. That means the writer did his job, the editor did his job, and the director did his job. Right, that, it's, it's that True. simple. I mean. But... We're we're the target audience though, right? That's like we're always going to want more, but really, right? Like, uh... yeah. 
Good stuff. By the way, I, I'm yeah, the, the world's um, biggest Timothy Oliphant really... fan right here, and Cobb Vanth needs to make... If they're going to give Bill Burr another episode, I demand a, a return of Cobb Vanth in Season 3. <laughs> oh, I, he's going to be in the oh, Bobo. Okay. You know that, right? Like, but it, it looked like Bobo was tracking him for a while, so I'm it's, It'll be really funny if, they, if, if yeah. Timothy Oliphant becomes like Boba Fett's foil. That would actually be outstanding. I I just want Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant yep, is one of my main crushes, so I'll just, I'll just get that out of the way. But I just want him to say the word uh, realtor as realtor because every show he's ever done so far that I've seen him in, he has somehow managed to mangle realtor into realtor. <laughs> and and if they could somehow do that on Mandalorian, I'll be so, so impressed. I've got it. I've got it. First episode. First episode of Book of Fett. Uh, he's standing in front of Fett and he goes, this place is kind of slummy. Do you want me to talk to my realtor about getting you a... <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right. Write it down. Write it down. Rick I, called it. I was, I was, I was waiting for like the Spider-Man meme where he's like, Hey, I know that armor, right? Like looks mighty familiar. So now, okay, now that somebody's brought up Book of Fett, let, let's take a straw poll here. What new property announced call it the last month from the game awards to the end of season two what is everybody most excited about and why start with drew ahsoka okay so i am most excited so again reading the art book apparently back when the clone wars animated series was announced uh lucasfilm also announced that they were doing the live action star wars tv series um during the production of the third i think it was the third season of clone wars they canceled they halted everything on that live-action TV series due to budgetary concerns. Um, but uh, the rumor was that Filoni and George were – that series was supposed to be about bounty hunters. Um, some of that series turned into the episode in The Clone Wars where um, – or at least some of the ideas where um, Obi-Wan goes yeah, yeah, undercover yeah. as a bounty hunter. Well, which excellent. is some of the best excellent. episodes of Clone Wars, I think. Um, having said that, I think that the book of Boba Fett, Filoni, and possibly Favreau, and of course, um, what's the other guy? Um, freaking uh, Zomb. What does he did? He did. Was it? Zomb it's not Zombieland. Um, the director. Uh, uh, worked with um, Jack Black. Uh, no, no, no. The director of um. Oh, Robert Rodriguez. Uh, Death Race. Uh, not Death Race. It was um. Robert Rodriguez. He's yeah, yeah, that he's guy. A wacky dude. Um. I think with them, does some cool gonna, stuff, but he's they're he's gonna crazy. do they're gonna do a whole. I I can't wait to see Black Sun and stuff like that. I think that they've been wanting to do bounty hunter a bounty hunter series other than the Mandalorian for a long time, and I'm super so excited. hold up one second. You also realize that they never paid off the um, bonus Solo. scene at yep. the end of Solo. Yep. Yep. And so that just That's clicked for me Solo. literally just now. Solo didn't no, get the Solo respect got hosed. Deserved, Solo, Solo got hosed, unfortunately. There, there were legitimate complaints but about that movie, do... but it definitely got hosed. But Crimson Dawn and um, Flaming Dragon and Boba Fett can all um, come, come to a head, and it, that'll be super sick. Basically, what I feel like is going to happen is instead of having a Zizor TV show, you're going to have a Boba Fett TV show. I've, I have this weird feeling that as much as The Mandalorian has been, quote unquote, for the fans, and there's no there's not really a way to say that it hasn't been. 
Boba Fett is going to be the one. The Book of Fett is going to be the one where they they get into like the real, the real deep cuts. You know what I mean? Like it, that. It's going to be the B side of the record. Be, uh, where you're going to get a green falling dude who makes bitches fall in love with him with his magic pheromones. Sure. I mean, the really the really interesting thing is that through two seasons of Mando, we saw the Mando do what. 10 times, 20 times more than we ever saw Fett do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Boba Fett yep. jumped um, off, of, and he, I think he jumped like off of something. He got his blaster cut in half. He got knocked over by Lando, and then he fell in a hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like, that and, and he still somehow became <laughs> yeah. a, like, a mean, legendary character. Hang on. He became this legendary character by sitting in garbage and doing nothing. Yep. Like, and that's, I think, one of the most important things. Like, oh. if you look at Star Wars, with the exception of the lead three, the next, like, the fewer lines you have, the more popular you became. Yeah. Edge, yeah. and Dak, and Fett, and um, I, I guess, I mean, Lando didn't really take off as his own character. Um, Who did? People hated him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after no, after Empire. Oh yeah. He, the, we leave Empire. I mean, he says he's sorry, but he's like, yeah, he sold out his best friend, and you know they didn't yeah, know yeah, Han yeah. was alive or not, right? Yeah. Like, and but so, it was overshadowed by Vader. And so he's out doing the, the big reveal. But for some reason, Lobot got popular, and then um, what are some other uh, characters from the original series Bosk? that have like no lines that everybody Bosk? ended up following? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen to this. Guys, listen to this. You guys have named three of the send in your proof of purchase and you get a free Star Wars action figure. I swear to God. I swear to God, Boba Fett was the first one. Lobot was one. Bosk was one. I know this was 10 years before your time, but I seriously think that Boba Fett being a send in your five proof of purchase and get a free Boba Fett led to him being so beloved. But there's also yeah, there is make, also just and this is a you know a cultural thing. There is also a fascination with the quiet stranger, and Fed had one line, but he yep. but he got deference from everyone throughout in all of his scenes except Darth Vader. Oh, he also got exposition too, right? Like Vader walked up to him was like, "Hey, notice integrations," yeah. and Fed just kind of looks like kind of turns yeah. his head like. Yeah. By the way, I was so upset that Fett didn't well, disintegrate someone in Mando. To, to be fair, I'm sure, I'm sure did, somebody, but... I'm sure you would have trouble locating at least one stormtrooper on both of those transports that got hit with an RPG. So, yeah. <laughs> to to also be fair, didn't Jaren disintegrate ja- like five Trandoshans Jawa in episode two? two? The Jawa mur- the, the mass murder of yeah. Jawa. They, they also kind of subtly played into the campiness of Fett, right? With all the silly gimmicks that happened to him. Like, Mando's like, nice shot. And Fett looks yep. over, he's like, yeah, I was aiming for the other one. <laughs> well, like, yeah, because, because <laughs> it, 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 it's the little bit of imperfection, but it doesn't take anything away from how... He fucked up and still killed everybody, basically. He's <laughs> yep. yep. like, I'm so yep. good at this, I can screw up and still and, and still get the job done. But, and the scene yeah. with the gappy stick, uh, come on, y'all. Oh. That was so sick. It's kind of frightening. I sh- we sh- Oh, what, not, not... what movie was it paying homage to when he was dragging it and then swung it? 
that's a famous famous scene from like a like gang fight movie and i can't remember it i mean multiple oh. horror films dragging the axe or dragging the 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 spear right it's, like... it's a trope it's it's a it, yeah. it helps build drama because you focus on on an item on a weapon for a, a, a an extended amount of time and it just makes the audience wonder what is about to happen with this thing and then he just ends everybody's world within a 20-foot radius um <laughs> But they also the other thing yep. about it was how much like how the much music. adoration he got from the camera, like almost all of Fett's shots are low with people looking up at him, which just is the sign of you're about yeah. to die and this guy's gonna do it. <laughs> and we, he, so we saw we saw everyone we saw the we saw him yep. from the stormtrooper, which is just this thing. This yeah, thing. and he did stand up. He he wasn't cowed by Vader. Like everybody no, else, no. like oh, I'm terrified of this guy because yeah. he's going to choke me out. But you know, he didn't sass him exactly, but he wasn't cowed by him either. Yeah. And I think that was. A I think part. I think part of that though is I I have a hunch that Boba knew yeah. that Vader was Anakin. Well, actually, no, he absolutely did because Boba was the one who originally found out that Luke Skywalker was was a Skywalker. Yeah, was a Skywalker. Well, okay, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. That series. When and, that movie was and, written, he wouldn't have known that. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about, but but no, but he, but but what um what Rick is talking about is in the comic. That's how Vader learns that he's a Skywalker. Is Fett is like, hey, I heard about this guy. Right, he's right, right. You guys be talking about the the, no, no, no. the movie in the Even original that. scene. That it's it's yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Actually, Vince, there was a book that dropped. Um, no, no, no. It wasn't before Empire. Never mind. But there was a book that dropped in the '80s where vader hires boba fett to figure out who the rebel pilot who survived the trench run was and boba comes back and says his name is luke skywalker and darth vader goes right, right. wait what but right. i have a son right. but what i'm saying is that wouldn't have been before like that would it would not have happened before the yeah. Senate empire was filled. Yeah. so let's not backfill it's right, exactly it's right coming let's not backfill things that didn't happen at the time all we saw was the baddest man in the universe catching basically catching shit from a dude six inches shorter than him that we know nothing about that's yeah. i think that's what jeff was talking about right jeff they, they gave him... yeah yeah yeah, they Fed gives him a lot of sass in the in the Vader comic too, which I actually find well, you know who else hilarious. is actually famous for that in books? Thrawn troll was famous for trolling the shit out of Vader too. Oh yeah, because he was knew he Anakin. Really? Oh, Tarkin did too. Yeah. Oh, that's also true. Thrawn yeah. and Tarkin both knew Anakin, and, and both of them figured it out on their own and told Vader without yeah. telling Vader. They were both like, man. You seem to uh, look a lot like this guy I once knew and hung out with, but his lightsaber was blue. Anyway, a completely yeah. unrelated note. <laughs> Thrawn, Thrawn apparently had no respect for him, like whatsoever. Like he, there was, there, I forget yeah. exactly what the circumstances were, but the Chiss are such a fascinating th culture that's, on, you know, that's like bolted onto the side of Star Wars that I, I, I really hope that there's something we get to, we get some kind of big screen representation of. And I know it's super niche. We will. But in this God, Ahsoka, please. Yeah. yeah. You know? It'll probably actually come up in the Ahsoka series. Yeah. And coming yep. back full circle again, uh, you were asking what shows we're most looking forward to. And while I can't 
say Ahsoka, it's probably up there in terms of mm-hmm. shows that I'm stoked about, just because it's live action, and um, I'm just I'm not really in the mood for more Clone Wars. Bad Batch, AKA yeah. Bad Batch. Um, and I I mean obviously I'm stoked for more Mandalorian, but um, Rangers or Ahsoka would probably be actually I like I think Rangers. I like that the Rick. Doing... I... What? No, I was just gonna say, do you you want to see you want to see yes, actually cops and yes, Star I Wars, do. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yep, like oh oh yeah, this guy's he, he's drunk. Let's let's get him out of here. Like, no, don't back it up. All oh, crap. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, well, even more so, I love that what they're doing is they're taking um, non-mainstream characters and they're making them the highlight with the mainstream characters in the background. Yep. And so Ahsoka get, got played out a lot in Clone Wars and then in Rebels. And um, so it's cool that she's going to have her own sh- series, at which point she's going to basically be, I think, more prevalent. She will be the Skywalker. best developed Jedi by um, far, character-wise. Right. And and oh, whatever, I, whatever Gina Carana, whatever Gina is doing on Twitter, whatever, it's not the worst thing happening to Star Wars on Twitter right now. <laughs> Um, but, um, but, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Um, but like, I'm stoked to see her get a show. I'm assuming her. Um, but like, and characters like her, like the rebels that we don't hear about, the non Leia Organas. Like, that, that's what I'm stoked about for, uh, for Rangers. Jeff, you said Ahsoka. Do you want to elaborate? I mean, for me, it's just not even close. Ahsoka, for me, was uh, the reason that I kept uh-huh. watching Clone Wars. Um, she, she's my yep. favorite character. Now Rosario Dawson's playing her, and uh, and I can I can lust for her, <laughs> so that's all good. Um, I just I think that Ahsoka, like you guys said, she's she is the most developed Jedi. She is, or or former Jedi. She is the most developed light side force user. Um, she's just, I just loved her in Mando. I, I love the development of her from the snotty, sarcastic yep. little kid in Clone Wars to the dark, quiet slayer of, of 50 soldiers that we saw in Mando. Well, I mean, back, back up um, before Mando, like seventh season of uh, seventh season of the Clone Wars, she made a bunch. Of, she made a bunch of Mandalorians absolutely look foolish. They look like children. She clowned them. It was amazing, and that and that was with rust. Both like sides she was coming off the bench in that scene yep. and just wasted everybody. <laughs> also, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it here. I'm almost positive the Ahsoka series is in some way, shape, or form going to go through those original yeah, trilogy of Thrawn books. Gonna, but Ahsoka will take plate. Will, you mean Luke? Yeah. Anakin, or sorry, Luke. I mean, I'm fine with that. Finding the dark everything. You know, that's yeah. Yep. Dark Force. Well, how? Here's my question: How are they going to get Ashley Eckstein into the series? Because it's only just like how they get Linda Carter into Wonder Woman movies and stuff like that. How do you get Ashley very Eckstein easily into, into I, the Ahsoka series? There's going to be thousands of you know people in uniforms with. Uh, with lines you give her one of those you know like it's right and that's a sad 
that's a sad thing. My wife no, no, was no, really, I'm so sorry to cut you off, Vince. My, my wife was really, my wife and I were really upset, but at the end of the day, we kind of, you know, we had to sit down, we talked about it for a while and we were like, you know what? Um, Ahsoka isn't Ashley's character, right? It's, it's Filoni. And I, no, I, I yep, yep. and we, believe me, my wife and I, we, we talked and talked and it went back and forth and back and forth. And I do believe they did Ashley dirty and I really want to see her in some way, shape or form, but I completely agree with you, Rick. There's gotta be something that they need to do with her to, to, to somewhat make it up make it up to her for what happened yeah you, oh, i mean what, what, I, yeah happened? i'm not sure what? they did her dirty what What's what that? what is her on screen so so the the production went out that that rosario dawson was going to play ahsoka and then it came out publicly and everyone so ashley Eckstein owns her own um company called her universe that that partners with like uh, disney and and star wars and all this other all yeah, she's other a she's a stunt woman and a voice actress um and she's the voice actress too. And so she, they asked her like, "Oh my God, you're gonna you're gonna play your own character in real life?" Like they got um, what's her name to play Bo-Katan, um, Katie Sackhoff, and she did the voice of the character in Clone Wars. Like, "Oh my God, you're gonna be a live action Ahsoka." And Ashley was like, "No, they didn't. No one told me. No one talked to me about it." And then Rosario got cast in the role, and she was like, "I wish them all the best." And so, that was basically it. But I mean, this is. She's there, she looks nothing like Ahsoka. That is correct. Her right. the the facial the facial features the body structure it's not it's not the character of Ahsoka. Yeah. But I don't. But they did the same with Maul, where they used the Clone Wars actor voice for him in Solo, even though it was the original. It was Ray Parks as the actor that we saw there on might the have screen. been another factor well, in that, that, one. That, that, that happened years um, later that, that, that's, that's what you're true. talking about rick that happened like three uh, years later um okay. talks way too fucking what? much anyway whitworth's mall talks way too i don't disagree much with that anyway. i do not disagree with that <laughs> Uh, yeah, he he does. I like the voice, but I do agree. At, like even in even in season seven, watching Maul, I was like, "Man, this guy yeah. he just monologues <laughs> like on, on, he on. never shuts up." I was like, "Jesus Christ!" I wanted Ahsoka to like do the lightsaber fight with him and then slap him, and be like monologuing, well, okay. and he can was. Can we like, also point out? <laughs> and maybe this is just me, but can we also point out how much shade she shits on him with when she goes, "Man, it's a good thing Anakin's not here." Oh, so and let's be real. Anakin would drop him in about ten seconds flat. <laughs> right, right. Oh, he goes. Oh, you mean he's killing younglings, right? Like, like oh, I'm, I'm sorry. There were know, people like, who, after yeah, that fight yeah. scene who were like, "No, you know, Maul would be a really good match." No, uh, no, ch- no, children. No, it wouldn't. No, <laughs> people don't understand the character of of Maul, Anakin and Darth yeah. Vader. He's actually not Jesus turned evil. He's Space Frankenstein's monster, like. He's a sledgehammer. Yep. Yep. You point Anakin at a problem and you get out of the way. Maul is <laughs> not like something. Maul is not prepared for that level of violence. Well, like, <laughs> look at Tatalki's Clone Wars when Anakin goes into that um, Imperial facility and just yep. shreds it. Like that's that's the Anakin or Darth Vader in the hallway. Well, no, like it, it, no, like uh, okay. let's, let's throw it all the way back. The Gennady Tartarovsky series where he fights Asajj for the first time. 
finger right on top of the temple. Yeah. That's oh, the so Anakin cool. you're going to get, and he's going to chop you in yeah. half the, the the second time. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, yep. the the power level debate is one of the best parts about being a nerd. Let's be perfectly clear. There is a very easy defined A list and B list in Star Wars. Let's stop trying to move people from the B list up into the major leagues, okay? Okay, Fett. But just kidding. Um, no, uh, what what it stands out to me about that is that like the the first lightsaber duel Darth Maul has after um, with a light side user is Kanan in season two of, of Rebels, and then uh, in Binary Sunset in Rebels, he gets, he gets walloped one tap. in. He gets one like, tap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone one tap. And like, although Maul was, Maul was, and I like that. I like that aspect of his character. I think they did him really well. His end, like he was losing his mind, and Obi Wan was like, "Hey, right, like, all right, I'm yeah, gonna, you know, here's your piece." Right, you get to have the you get to have the final showdown, and it didn't even matter. Obi Wan could have been Obi Wan couldn't have even pulled out his lightsaber, and Maul probably still would have died. And the thing anyone has ever said about Obi Wan Kenobi was what you just said right there. Hold on, you do understand though that whole episode Ezra was like dragging him through the desert because he was just gone. Well, no, yeah, right? no, like, I know, but but the way you said that was the most gangster anyone has ever talked about Obi Wan Kenobi ever. Yeah, but it's true. And though. by the way, uh, Jeff, yeah, you've yeah. seen that. You saw that, right? The what? the last fight yeah, between Obi Wan and Maul. Obi Wan was that not the purest oh, yeah. expression of I Star mean, of the the samurai inspiration of Star Wars in any scene ever? Yeah, oh, yeah. beautiful, very much, it's beautiful, very much. And and um, what I'm saying is. Obi Wan finessed <laughs> Maul in that. <laughs> he got him. He got him with the Okie doke. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, excuse he, me. He got him. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. but then, so so Obi Wan. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, so are you saying Obi Wan didn't use a twisted T on him? No, he because I'm muted. If you like say that again, you're getting muted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Obi Wan finessed. Obi Wan finessed hard, and. I think the Maul Anakin duel would have been just as short, but there would have been no no finesse, no zero, finesse. zero. <laughs> so, so to go back to what Jeff we were talking about before with Ashley and Ahsoka, um, the the voice actor for Anakin was the security officer yes. in the yep. prison ship on oh. that one episode. Yeah, so I feel like that's probably what they'll do with Ashley. They right might here. have her voice another character, but. I mean, you know what I would try to do. It would take some. You'd have to work up, work out blocking and stuff. But I, if if Ahsoka had had a flashback, had multiple oh, flashbacks, that'd be cool. Ashley could do the voice. Yeah, yep. a little voiceover. Yeah. But yep. here's like, I hear what you're saying, Drew. But you know, you let's, let's just keep it a buck. Rosario Dross, Dawson is a box office draw. People like people will that show too. out because That's she's in something. Accurate. No offense, but Ashley Eckstein's yep. name does not, you know, doesn't move the Q score a whole lot. If if people are familiar with that reference, it would it would move anybody who's seen Clone Wars, yeah. and that's about it. So, yep, yep, which is not which is not a whole lot of people. Hopefully, now more with Disney Plus, but yeah. But but that that's what I mean by they owe her something in that she was the one who took that character from 
a obnoxious pain in the butt. Why am I not getting more Anakin and Obi Wan <laughs> in this episode? <laughs> That's a perfect into... description. <laughs> into into what she became, which is like a cult classic, a cult favorite. Um, the the most improved like, character Ahsoka over the series, went... I would I would argue. Yeah, and I think you have to give Exting credit for that, um, for that growth and uh, growth and creation, which is why I think she needs to she deserves a spot. And I think a flashback, a series of flashbacks might be perfect. Like bring her in, put her in makeup, run twelve hours of shooting with her doing flashbacks, and use that footage over an entire season. Yeah, I mean the problem yep. you're going to get yep. with that is that it's going to be really jarring because Rosario Dawson's voice is so much deeper. I mean, it is just a, Ahsoka's grown up. Like I Ashley, Ashley voiced that. Ahsoka. Well, I think she was seventeen she, at the end and, of um, Clone Wars. Really? Uh, is that all? Seven. Um, Ahsoka. Was, Ahsoka. Yeah, was she was like, young. Well, and the character Ahsoka was like twelve. Yep. Yep. So I mean, it's it's totally, and that's also why I believe Rosario. The version that we see, because she's in her like mid to I mean, late forties. If you keep the if yeah, you keep the in, time, yeah. In Mando. So. But I'll I'll, yeah. I'll bring up the, the the rear on this particular topic that we've meandered through on our way there, and everybody knows the answer already. I'm most hyped for Rogue Squadron, and I'm unabashed about that. I, I like oh, I like so yeah. here's the, I'm already getting my What's heart broken that? because it's not going to be Wedge, but you can't you can't replace Wedge, so I I understand. Um, no, we do. We actually don't know that. No, no, no. I'm sure you can. Oh, actually, we... Ryan Gosling. Absolutely you not. Put, make Ryan Gosling be wedge. Shit out of here. <laughs> um, so here's here's Joseph what we Gordon. know. Here's what we know. It is not going to be post. Um, it, it is not going to be the Rogue Squadron from the books. It is going to be. What was it? The the exact script. The exact timeline. Somebody, Patty Jenkins, already said it. It's essentially gonna. It's essentially she gonna did. be like right before Force Awakens, like right before, is what I was what I was told. Interesting. So, it's. Oh, I thought I thought it was gonna be after no. nine. Yeah, I it'll be. Is that what? It's, is, did I have that incorrect? Yeah, Drew. Drew, uh, Drew I'll, I'll cool. working, but I'm uh, sure that's all I know is this is the only way I'm yeah. ever gonna that see E wings on screen, and that makes me very happy. Does this mean so, we're going to get Adam Versio's kid in a movie? That, How much Starfighter combat do you expect we'll be able to see in a TV? Oh, uh, it's show? a movie, Jeff. It's a it's a uh, Rogue Squadron is going to be a movie. Oh, that's right. It's Patty yep. Jenkins. It's the movie. So I'm that's expecting right. I'm expecting Top My Gun bad. level. Yeah. So, question. All right. So here we go. So in Kathleen Kennedy's announcement, she said that Jenkins film will explore a new, previously unexplored era of Star Wars lore. Set in the future well, okay. beyond the All rise right. of Skywalker. Yeah, so it's definitely not Wedge because Wedge is like pushing sixty. Um, <clears throat> I mean, but now we're like in Chiss territory, right? Like, well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's li- at that point, it's do. literally no characters we have a name for. You know what I mean? Because Snap is dead. Yep. <laughs> no, there's, <laughs> but there's Jagged Fell. There's Jason Solo. There's um, Corn. Oh, Corn would still be alive. in seventies. Yeah, fine. I mean, we saw Wedge and Rise of Skywalker. Why? Do, why because why you don't fly fighters when you're seventy. <laughs> wow. 
I, I suppose that this is why like, he was in the gutter. Well, let's not movie, talk so. about that, that shit fest of a cameo. Um, like, I, I just, yep. I got in, my biggest connection to Star Wars has always been the dogfighting. That's where I got into this from. When I was like seven years old and I watched Star Wars for the first time, I don't rewatch, you know, the, the, a whole lot of the lightsaber fights. I go back and I rewatch the Battle of Yavin and I go back and I rewatch the Battle of Endor. That's my shit. So when you tell me that, uh, uh, well, what else is there to um, watch? The when you tell me that Patty Jenkins, her father was an F, was an F four Phantom pilot, and she's going to be making a movie specifically about sp- combat, bruh. Like I'm expecting what I should have gotten from the Last Jedi when Ryan Johnson name dropped Twelve O'clock High, which I have will never forgive him for, because he disgraced one of the great World War II movies ever with that reference. Um, but I'm so excited about that, that I really, I, I, I was getting misty eyed just on the teaser and imagining what there was going to be. Oh, that teaser was incredible, but hang on. I have to jump in here with this now. Um, that teaser, I absolutely yep. loved and was like, and I was like, fuck yes, this is going to be the perfect sequel to, uh, to Maverick oh. when Maverick finally comes out. Uh, um, but but here's the thing is that was a teaser for a Patty Jenkins movie and, and I was you super hyped Woman 84. and that was also because and then I saw I Wonder Woman 84 the minute you said that I, Rick at this point in my life I don't need to waste time on things I'm not excited for Oh, I, but I was I was hyped on Wonder Woman I saw the teaser for Wonder Woman 84 and was like this is going to be freaking dope I'm going to love the shit out of this. And then I watched it and I was like, but why though? Don't give, just don't, just don't pay any mind of Warner Brothers, man. I gotta, I don't want to like be like, oh yeah, the the company's a thing. But like Warner Brothers track record with films, especially sequels and like franchises, other than like a few that are based off of books, like they don't really have Yeah, Warner Brothers, and well also DC is literally in the process of being burned to the ground right now. Like, exactly. So who, who knows exactly. what happened so with I, that movie? I, I was hoping, I was, I was right there with you, Rick. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I don't believe that Patty, um, had a whole lot to do with it, especially considering, and we've seen this in Star Wars, especially with seven, eight, and nine. If you fight the the industry, the company on what you want for the film, they'll yep. just drop you and get someone else to do it. So. So yeah, I'm hoping Patty stayed on to, to, to try and save it as best she could. So my Google we'll, feed, we'll never know my Google feed is trying to win me over to that um, argument where um, like Patty was just like, yeah, no, the ending was completely written by the studio and not me. And I was like, oh, there, was, there were rumors about that movie yep. getting studio, yep. getting studio zombie pretty fucking hard years ago. Um, yep, yep, reshoots and all that, which they did do. And, I just, oh. I don't understand why that, why Maxwell Lord. I, I, I don't, I don't get that at all. That's I don't just even know who that is. Choice of, uh, well, they, uh, that's he, exactly yeah. my point. If you're not a hardcore comic book nerd like me, you don't know who Maxwell Lord. Well, to be is. fair, well, I didn't even know who Vulture was before is, I saw I Spider-Man: even... Homecoming. So, I didn't. I didn't know that was Pedro Pascal until the credits rolled. Wow. Which... Wow. I thought I thought that it was uh, Nathan Fillion. Yes. Same. Same. Yeah. The first the first trailer I saw, I was like, is that Nathan Fillion? It kind of sounds like him. And then well, 
Yeah, we're we're we're, we're, we're not we're not talking Wonder Woman. Although we, <laughs> I bet if we if we all wanted to go into comic books, we probably could do an hour and a half on that too. Um, I, I, dude, the only comics I've ever written are the Marvel Thrawn series, <laughs> which I still have, and I, I'm, I'm a complete fucking dork for this. I still have in their original plastic wrap. I didn't say that out loud though. I have approximately. 300 comic books within five I believe years. every word you just said. That's true. Uh, I, I've been a huge comic book nerd since I was about 12. Wasn't Maxwell Lord one of the directors for Solo that was dropped? <laughs> yeah, I think what? they were like 12. So it drew it's on. It's, at a certain point, I think they got down to the guy who brought in the Danish cart at the beginning of every day. So you're probably right. <laughs> No, they. I. There were two oh, guys. That, there um, were two guys that were filming solo a solo the, story. Their they brothers. Them. I don't uh, remember who they were. No. Yeah. Michael, the, the, Michael the Lego, Wachowski. The Lego movie guys, wasn't it? The Wachowski Lord brothers. Long-standing comic book character in Justice League of America and, and all. Oh, things. okay. No, I. I was because the dude. The guy's name is. He's got the last name. So I was like, are we? Are we tying this into to Star Wars? Phil Lord. You're talking about it's Phil Lord and Chris it's Miller. Like, They're the guys that did Twenty One Jump Street. That's right. That's it, right. Yep. It's it's yep. like what Vince said. He didn't know who Vulture was in Spider-Man Homecoming, but Vulture was an interesting action character, right? Yes. So he had you action can and you he was can also people he was with a foil. He, it it didn't matter who he was. He was just somebody to to But play also Michael Peter Keaton killed. Michael Keaton that, he was so good at that. Right. I absconded with every scene he was in. Yeah, you know it, it's yeah. he's just yeah. a fantastic. Um, just, it, it, it needed, Go ahead, Wonder Woman eighty four needed a better villain. It, it just it it. Kristen Wiig was fine, but she was a secondary. They villain. They need to it stop secondary villains in comic book movies. It doesn't fucking work. It had, like yep. Well, I actually yeah. think on my second watch, I thought Maxwell Lord was fine. What Oof. what got me was the ending was like a thirty minute. Picard speech that could have been a five-minute action sequence and some terrible, terrible CGI, which I hate. Terrible CGI. So tying this back into Star Wars, what do you guys feel about secondary villain characters in these upcoming Star Wars series, or even in like Solo? Would you say the um the guy, the gentleman that Paul played Bettany? Vision, being the the Crimson Paul Bettany, the, the Crimson Dawn guy, who turned out not be no, yeah, I mean his character is dead, but uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, so what, do you guys think that that was a good fake out? Did it leave you wanting more, knowing that we know what happens to Maul? Well, and you know, Solo, that, or... I, I don't like that Maul is alive. A... Maul was cut in half. You don't survive Twice. that. So <laughs> everything Maul related, everything Maul related is yeah. tainted for yeah. me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But I liked all of Solo up yeah. until that scene. I liked all of it. I really did. Solo, Solo had chops. Okay. There were there was a lot of good parts in that movie that unfortunately got just ran the hell over by I, just the, the the flotsam and jetsam of the Last Jedi is really the only way to say it. You know, yeah. you got caught up in the hurricane. But but here's here's the here's the thing, Drew is I don't know if I would consider Paul Bettany's character a secondary villain so much as a surrogate slash puppet for Maul. Like, right, he got right. removed 
and Paul got and Maul got added. Like really, the true secondary villain would have been um, I'm forgetting his name now. Oh, Tobias Beckett. Tobias, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um, and I think that's that's pretty cool. But like another one that stands out is I'm so excited to have Katie Stackoff be the primary uh, antagonist villain. Um, foil for well, Pedro. That's in a question. It, like, we, I don't. I don't. So people know. Well, I gotta, gonna be a, I, they're going to be a couple. And I got a. I got a hot take on this. If you guys want to talk about the controversy behind. So the controversy. You guys know about oh, the controversy yeah, behind the yeah, dark saber? where they improved yeah. the story and people got mad. Yeah. I, where Sabine is like, I brought the sword. Was the sword came to me so I could give it to you? And Bo is like, okay, takes it as like. Yes, we'll lead Mandalore, and all of them are like, yay, right? Um, so I was watching a few videos, and, and I do think that some of these people actually have grounds where we don't know how Bo lost the Darksaber to Gideon, and it might be sort of like an honor thing for Bo to, she has to honorably win the saber from whoever has it because it was dishonorably taken from her. Yeah, the story, yeah, like, the, the story of a I monarch is right. just as important yeah. as the reality of them. If you don't have a good, you know, if you look at history, the people with shitty stories don't last very long. You know? Right. So what do you guys, what, what is your history with the old Boba Fett EU and becoming the king Non-existent. of Non-existent. I have no history with that. Do you guys know anything about that? So I'm wondering if they're going to do a, a version of that comic around Din when and Bo sort of like, do we do we have a monarchy or do we what right like like because they have to they have to uh, save Mandalore, which also no they that's right in the draft books the uh, Han and uh, the Han and Han and Chewie saved Kashyyyk. Right, you're talking to the wrong guy, man. Did you guys read those? They were oh, I read them, but Are I you talking about Operation all. Cinder? No, Operation Cinder was Battlefront 2. I'm talking about the aftermath books that were written by what's his name, Chuck. Yeah, Lending, no, I don't have any, I, I don't give that man money under any circumstances. I only read the first two, I haven't read the third, and I probably <laughs> the third one, okay, yeah. okay. But that was the yeah, so I think that they're gonna play off each other. I don't know if Bo is gonna be the mean one to 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 din but i do think that we're gonna get a boatload of history for mandalore because din knows next to nothing it sounds like right like clearly he was raised in a in a cave with a box of scraps right yeah, yeah. He's, he's in he was raised well, in exile so his only memories of his only knowledge of mandalore is oral literally it's oral tradition which is why when he sees bo katan take his take your helmet off he freaks the fuck out so and yeah, he was he was raised so they, the his, remnants of the death. The, a huge yeah. arc um, of the second, a huge part of the second season, has been him slowly, you know, kind of eroding away the brain. Like, just, let's just call it what it is: or programming that he was raised with. Yeah, right. And yeah, part right, of that was right. Bo Katan being like, "Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. you're one of those guys." Yeah, that's. Really yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, I love that. Uh, by the so way. I, I don't. I don't mean to be terribly cynical, but. I, it, if they get rid of Grogu and don't bring Grogu back in some fashion, they are leaving a tremendous amount of cash on the table. There's always, I, I, I'm going to be that guy because I'm the one who says crazy shit on this show. 
y'all probably hear the same things I do about them trying to find a way to get rid of the sequel trilogy. Uh, I mean, they can. Rebels, Rebels is, basically set it it's up. It's not, I, you I, know, the, it, there's already... It's let's, a possibility. The, what do you mean? Dude, the, the, the rumblings have been coming out for about a year now that one of the things that people inside Lucasfilm are working on is how the fuck do we get away from this tra- from that trash can? Oh, easy. You no longer you you reverse the canonization of Legends well, and Canon. You give me back my old my old canon. The and problem get rid is of this you can, you know I I, I wouldn't say that everything that has happened in the Lucasfilm era has been garbage. Fallen Order I think has been pretty cool. Um, yeah, you can keep that. But we're also we're also seeing Lucas go back and Disney go back on their own canon. Um, my wife and I, we bought the Ahsoka book. We love that book. It's got, it's the story of how she got the sabers yeah. that she's using now. And in that book, she relives memories of her and Wolf and the three other clones and rebels saving, saving people and getting, and getting away from order 66 before it happens. Well, that's not how it happened in season seven of Clone Wars. Yeah. So Disney is already going back and, and retconning their own canon. I wouldn't be surprised if they do eventually remake either one, two, or three, or seven, eight, nine. In some uh, way, I, it's it's not without precedent. Like J.J. Abrams was already involved in one of them. The <laughs> it's called the Kelvin timeline. There's an entire alt universe of Star Trek out there, and it's three fairly high-profile yeah, movies. Say what you want about the the uh, last three movies. There's yeah, good there stuff is, which is the this, the most um, disappointing part. Yeah. You know, you so know, I, I just can't. I can't see them giving up Kylo. I can't see them giving up. Ray. I can't see them giving up Ray. Um, I don't think. A, I don't think for me, it's Ray is the sticking point. I can't see them giving up Perry Fisher. Yeah, that too. I, I, the other thing is, how do you yeah, explain yeah, it to the pub, it's... to the to the majority of the public who went and saw these movies? I mean, well, you could very easily do like a Men in Black Three style story. Could... Everybody hated Men in Black Three, right? Where like you, Men, in... I loved Men in Black. Did you guys not like it? Which one was it? The with it, the, they go back in when time, and, and, the, and and Jay has. The... Uh, it was fine. It was. It was. No, I. I thought. It, I thought it was time travel done really well. It was well done time travel, but but okay. So I just want to throw this out there because it hasn't been mentioned yet. But somebody in my group is um, saying that rather than having uh, Bo-Katan be the uh, opposition force, she's going to be the romantic force. Um, I. I. And she I, Drew, preach a... whatever you just said. Preach. Yeah. She could also yeah. be a mentor. I yeah, I think it's I think she's gonna be a mentor. Yeah, yeah. maybe, but I I disagree. I I think it's absolutely gonna go true. Like it's gonna fall into the name Mandalorian, where they're gonna do, like it's gonna be the story of Mandalore, and it's going to be one faction versus the other faction, and like Katie Stackoff being like that dark saber is mine. I'm gonna get it from you, and uh and Pablo Pascal being like the fuck why what but if she was gonna do that why why wouldn't she have just done it right there because a more important thing in person showed up let's keep it a buck (laughs) (laughs) no because they they there was a good moment there was a good moment there before the drug troopers showed up 
where you where, don't suddenly well, here because uh, uh, Rick, I'm going to jump in on this, and this is just going to be from a writing standpoint. Drew, if they were operating with a certain amount of time, you don't go into that fight between no, but hold on, Bo-Katan and 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 Dinjarin only to have Luke show up and fuck the game up. You the audience the audience gets confused. I, I, look, I, I don't look at it this way. I completely agree, but look at it this way though, right? Bo-Katan, every time that we've seen her in Rebels and in the Man- in the Mandalorian, she has taken people in and questioned people that that question what being a Mandalorian is, including the Death Watch. Um, and so I really feel like from her first exposure to to Din when he was like, "Oh my God, you took your helmets off. That's you broke the code." And she was like, "Oh, you're one of those guys." She thinks, "Oh, if we can get through to him, he could be a, a very powerful person to help." Well, us also, out. I mean, yeah. just, there's a limited number of well, Mandalorians, and if if she's in, if she does believe in preserving the culture, then preserving the individuals is a part of that. Well, additionally, it wouldn't be very honorable for her to um, take on Din. There, it needs to be like it, it can't be the showdown. Can't guys, be right there. You're, you're you're looking it's at this gonna, all the wrong way. You can't have that showdown and then have Luke Skywalker show up. Yes, it, it's, all, it's also true. They're also working together in that moment too. I'm sorry, Jeff. Keep going. There was just no sense that she that she yes. wanted to fight him. None. There was yep. no sense of that uh, at all. No. The only right. people who would know what would happen on that right. ship are four people who give who don't give a shit about what happens with Mandalore, including one guy who's probably not going to be alive for a whole lot longer, and Luke. <laughs> Luke doesn't give a shit. So really, what we're talking about is that that is that fought, that that entire issue is the biggest thing you file in problem for another episode that you could possibly imagine. I know nobody likes loose ends, but that's a loose end that you can push off because it's not a critical problem. There was no time limit on that issue. It can be an entire plot. Thank you. Thank you, Rick, for understanding my point. And I don't mean you, I don't mean Jeff and Drew don't understand it. I mean, for everyone who's complaining about this, which is a lot of people, by the way. Yeah. It's why I think Bo-Katan is going to be the antagonist. I think that's a very, very good possibility. Because that is well, an issue that to be resolved. It, it, it may lead to them meeting up or being comrades, but the the contention point is who owns the dark saber and who's in charge, and that's why they are at odds. Is because like Bo can't take it from Din, but Din it, doesn't want it. So how I'm watching resolve? that scene and like her expression and how they were handling it reminded me of the really famous line from Dune. No man respects leadership without the challenge of combat. I'm a, uh, I, that's that's just me. I, I remember it's like, and I'm I'm watching that scene and I'm like, this is just the most trifling question I think I've ever seen people trying to hype up. It's like, well, why wouldn't she? You know, what do you mean she can't take? Guys, she's gonna take it. I don't think she's gonna have a whole lot to do with season three. They're either gonna completely move away from the Mandalorian plot line, and she was gonna be a convenient piece of assist of mutual assistance for him in that moment and he's going to go on to his adventures or it's he's going to end up ruling mandalore it's 50 50 in my opinion i mean that's a good it's a good transition into the into the question what does din do now he really Why can't not? do bounty hunting anymore Why not? so where's he gonna go uh, the empire doesn't really exist and the empire is after him well which 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 one is it is the empire doesn't do exist know, or are they after right? him? we don't 
Well, no, because we don't know if we don't know if Gideon because they put the the thing out on the child, but they might have put it out on the on the man. I gotta rewatch the episode where the bounty hunter chases him, because the guy was like, "There's a bounty on your head." I don't know if he was talking about the kid or if he was talking about Din, and was it only Gideon putting the bounty out, or is it across all of whatever all the remnants of the Empire? Um, I, right? There's I there's too many questions to ask about like what. What is he going to do he next? He has shown right. next to no I interest think, think in so. any kind of power as a personality. Yeah, I, um, I, have only... I have a half a mind. He goes back to his booting on that one planet um, with the uh, with yeah. the marsh, uh, the lady, the marsh village, and he like yeah. Takes but then what's the series? Grogu. Oh, him, eat, yeah, like, him, what, him, it, him, no. him eating frogs. Are, 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 <laughs> like, is, is the Mandalorian going to turn into, you know, the outlaw Josie Wales? Which, by the way, would be incredible. Or, or hold up, maybe the Mandalorian is no longer Pedro and is now Katie. Uh, no, that's not happening. And it's Katie's show. I'll, I'll take your okay. money on that one, bro. You can pay, <laughs> Name your stakes, I'll take your money. Um, okay, and then what else? Um, oh, yeah, as to retconning the uh, sequel trilogy, yeah, I'd, I'd heard those rumblings. I don't think it's going to happen, by the um, way. Don't, don't get it, it twisted. Came... I don't think it's going to happen. I think there was too much money and too much public awareness put in for them to do that, but it's out there. The reason, the reason why I'm even entertaining it is because somebody explained it to me. Like, the original trilogy is, like, is, um... Is a, is a story of Luke. The prequel trilogy is Anakin. a story of, of the galaxy. Or, or of, of the galaxy and the sequel trilogy Money Cash. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi Master yeah. Cash Money. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 that's what it was. Is the, the original. Oh my god, it's literally Spaceballs' The Quest for More Money. It's literally. <laughs> Mel Brooks is the genius. <laughs> yes. The first two trilogies, so one through six, are both sagas and continuous and build the legacy. The next, the seven, eight, nine are literally just uh, the cash search grab for rehashes. more money. <laughs> and that's, that is why they can be redone, is because you can be like, eh. Yeah, we we Re- redone with up. better writing, do better titles, better acting. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I you know, was that better title crawls? Better title crawl, better Probably. title crawls. Palpatine yeah, just... alive has returned. <laughs> like, oh man, the thing that where I, where I absolutely lost it was in the the satire pitch meeting for uh, Re- Re- uh, Rise of Skywalker was. When it, at the very end of the pitch meeting, where he says, "Have you heard oh, of Fortnite?" Fuck, I remember that. Like, I lost it because I hadn't seen the Fortnite thing, and I was like, "What? Rise of Skywalker Fortnite? Oh wait, yeah. it's real!" Like, like you can't write satire <laughs> that good. I thought, they, I thought they took the satire straight into the movie, right? Like the the pitch meeting for it, what they just got Oscar Isaac to walk in and go. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine has returned, and everyone in the room was like, "Oh, what's yeah. gonna happen next?" Right? Like, right. Don't you guys remember? People were actually excited about that, like well, it was a I, good thing when they heard. Palpatine yeah, I admit that I was. I was excited just to hear his. I, I was, was excited 
just because it was Ian McDermott, but there's a difference between Ian McDermott yep. with good writing and Ian McDermott being handed complete shit. I was just like, if they bring Palpatine back, this is going to be the well, biggest Well, yes, you could be proud of can being I, correct. Can I, irony? can I mention the irony that you said that the prequel trilogies written by George Lucas were better writing than the sequel uh, trilogies? Listen, uh, I don't know about that. No, that drew they were. Drew they were. Differences <laughs> they that were. One, two, one, one, two, and three had a clear yes. arc in mind. We knew where we started. We knew where we were going to end. And clearly seven eight and nine we kind of knew where we started and then it just well, here's kinda, a better question who the hell decided that like, the quote-unquote skywalker saga needed to end when did that become a thing just because I, you guys are too young to remember but the thing was always there were going to be no right, movies. right yeah no yes, I, I, I i heard that, that too but you know it's been 40 vince. years vince Vince. Yeah, but that's just the thing. It was always yeah. going to be nine movies, and they, they weren't going to book that. Let me, they were... let, me, let me ask you this. When you were reading Legends books... <laughs> it's been a long time. Did you, find it a little, did you find it a little bit ridiculous when it got to the point where Luke, Mara, and Leia had to come in, and, and Han had to come in and save the day when they were 90 years old? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> To, to, <laughs> like all these people are like no we can pass it on to this next generation no they done messed it up we have to have luke mara leia and han show up and save again. the day again <laughs> and i'm like yeah oh my god when well, does yeah. this end? and that's why the song, that's why the skywalker no, okay. saga whoa, whoa, whoa. End is because there's a difference you, between ending the luke and leia like ending luke and leia and ending the family story though is what i mean because there was like nobody, I, I and this may be just a failure of my memory, but there was a very clear you know narrative in the in the the marketing around this that these were going to be the last movies that at all involved anybody with the last name Skywalker. And I'm and I remember thinking to myself, yeah, fucking why? <laughs> like Ben Solo was never my favorite. You know uh, who? What was his name in the in the in the EU? The same character just with a different name. Jason Solo. Why couldn't they have just gone on with like 10, 11, 12 or not, you know, uh, 10, 11, 12 with Jason with, with quote unquote Ben Solo, you know, like there it's, there's no reason why you would just set a legacy on fire like that. You keep, were clearly, you keep there were walking past what I'm telling you, but I'm telling I, you, I believe you, reason. I believe you, but the reason I, is, at a certain point, a corporation was now in control of this series, and you don't just end things because of the other the previous owner wanted them to end if you can make make more money off of them. Well, the thing about it is, you know, it, they they had a they had a hit a minor hit with with Ro, um, Rogue shit. One, Rogue One, you know, Rogue, 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 Rogue One, and and Solo was good but completely maligned. So it, there is a limit to what Star Wars fans will okay. pay for. Rogue One worked. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna clear this up. I'm gonna drop some knowledge on people here. Rogue One worked because it was a, an entirely relatable story for the vast majority of the audience. It was the op. It was. It was the opposite of why people love Luke. Everybody knows they can't be Luke Skywalker. It was also a glass. But that doesn't mean they don't want. You know, it's like watching Errol Flynn. 
but everybody can see themselves as a member of the goon squad. You know, they're the everybody in Rogue One is like the what would you call it? Um, they're the debris from the main story. But but you can tell a it's the dirty dozen. I almost want to call it the dirty dozen. These are the people that kind of got le- got got left behind by the main event. And they have to somehow be, but there is no story without them. And it's a war movie, which means you expect people to die. That's why it worked, is it was a war movie. It, it's Saving but Private Ryan. Yes, it's Everybody but Private it, it's, That's exactly why. Is you can all of those characters can die for a given objective, and it just makes them their it makes their death more meaningful because we know where it's going. That's why Rogue One worked. But, but it is, and it isn't. It is and it isn't. I think the biggest problem with Rogue One is that we really don't learn a lot about these characters. But at the same time, it, as Vince, you got... I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man, and we all have. It's its a war movie. They walk out of every situation, except for the last one, with dreary, like, muddy, bloody, wet faces. Like, everyone is just miserable throughout that movie. And I do think that the tone hits home with us, especially in the day and age that we live in now. But I, I feel that there was a lack of character development, but the film is still good to us because the themes are so consistent in that movie all it, the way through. It's the, I feel like it was the most Star Wars of the I agree the with that. Disney I agree. Movies. Yeah, I'm with Rick on that. I agree. I agree like, like, let's, yeah. Okay, and, no, I'll let Rick go and then I'll jump back in. Well, it's also a bottle episode. Like, so that was nice where they it's a contained story yeah it's a contained story and then for the character uh character thing that you were talking about drew yeah we didn't learn a lot about those characters but i don't think they they expected us to want to or need to which is why we now have the and or series but also not everybody who fights in war is interesting like let's just keep it a buck I think it's like the we we learned as much about the characters in Rogue One as we learned about the characters in yep. Aliens, and please don't please don't tell me the characters in Aliens weren't important to that movie. Um, oh, I have to. I, I'm so I, I, Jeff. I'll do this for you because I love both movies. I'll rewatch both. I think we did get a lot more character development, in especially aliens? with. Um, in uh, in uh, sorry, did you say Alien or Alien? Yeah, Aliens. he's talking about the James Cameron movie, Alien. not the. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. No. No, I agree. I Alien. completely agree. But there's the thing too. Aliens is, no. is Ripley's movie. Whereas no, Rogue Aliens is... is the Marines movie. No, I'm pretty sure the film is is entirely. It starts with Ripley and ends with Ripley. Like it is. It is certainly Ripley's movie. I've only. But it is one of her being brought into I, a new I, world. Um, but either way though you're you're totally you guys are right uh vince and jeff it is we didn't learn almost anything we didn't learn anything about those military those people right we we learned some stuff like we learned some stuff from them in rogue one but the yeah you're you're completely right and i yeah you know what i i've i've watched a lot about rogue one as far as like the the history and the characters and stuff like that and i i kind of like the more i look at it I used to think that it wasn't as good of a film because we didn't get that development, but you guys are totally right. We don't really we know what's going to happen, right? Like we yeah. know the end of the film, and it and it and it just keeps going because you know that these characters are probably because not people make, like right? like because people have to die for these kind of things to happen, you know? Like 
four you know there were there were how many people in the squadron that went after the death star and only four ships got away <laughs> you know like we lost we lost gold all oh, but what true. two guys from gold squadron died the falcon uh, luke and wedge got away you know we also never found out who the we know one of them is Evan verlin right one of the y-wing pilots what's the other I one's don't... name I don't uh, remember. Dutch? No, Dutch absolutely. Dutch absolutely ate shit. Yeah, um, Dutch went boom. But you know, it's it's just like for a, for a series that for the first the most important three movies really does orbit around about four characters. All right, so here we go. Battle of Yavin. A few rebel pilots escape with their lives from the battle, including Luke Skywalker, Wedge Antilles, Rookie One. Rue Merlin, Merrick Sims, Jake Farrell, Kean Farlander, X2, and Shara. Oh, Jake and Shara and them all were flying RZ, um, RZ1, or no, they were flying R22 spearheads on combat air patrol over Yavin base. Yeah. So it's literally, so one, so yeah, it was two Y-Wings, Luke Wedge, two Y-Wings, Luke Wedge, and Han. That's who got out. <laughs> you know, um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But that you know that's the that's that's one of the parts that I, I kind of always felt has been kind of left out of the Star Wars part has been the war part. We get a lot of samurai stuff. We get a lot of you know dialogue, but a lot of times they leave the fact that there is a huge universe that this is a galactic war going on. That's kind of what was co- so cool about Rebels was how many different times that you know how many different cells you encountered and how like they made you feel like this was a big thing, you know. Whereas a lot of times, Star Wars can right. feel kind of small. The Clone Wars actually probably did it the best, I would argue. Yeah, um, I mean, if you like that stuff, then you should read the Battlefront novels. Um, he's the the author of the Battlefront is that novels. Is really good about with, with the war. Uh, no, so. it's uh, oh, no. It's, uh, might be Alexander Freed. Um, one of them is, uh, from the rebels perspective, Alexander Freed is, is you, uh, Inferno you got it correct. Squadron. I just, I just typed it in a Google search. I will look into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah those, those are war stories. I, so. I just think that that's a, that's a super, cool. that, 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 that's one of the areas where this, this, this world has a lot of room for growth, you know, cause unfortunately we were talking earlier about what Ahsoka versus Thrawn is going to look like. Ahsoka is not a tactician. So obviously she's not going to be the commanding general that has to try to match what's with Thrawn. You know, it, it's I don't know how they're going to do that. That's always kind of been the question with Luke. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Wait a minute. Uh, Sabine was with Ahsoka the last time we saw yes. her, looking for Ezra, and Sabine is a freaking Mandalorian. Yeah, we kept expecting so... Sabine to show up, and she never did. Yeah. So. Oh yep. man, so that might be a thing with the Ahsoka series for sure, right? There's like, a, actually, there's there, that's so. another interesting casting question for. Right, I I would have said Ming Na Wen, but she's Fennec. Fennec, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ming Na Wen is Sabine, really? No. No, that was my thought before we saw Fennec in in Mando. And then I was like, oh, they have her playing. By the way, did anybody else love the totally not Pirates of the Caribbean music that they played for the Book of Boba Fett intro? (laughs) 
Okay, I'm the only I'm the only one who noticed that. I didn't I didn't realize it. I did buy I needed, I needed to re I did buy the soundtrack though. I love Fetch. Hey, that was uh, that was Fetch some totally theme. not so, Pirates of the Caribbean and, shit, which by the way uh, would be an awesome direction for the Book of Boba Fett to go in. I don't know. I feel like Fett as uh Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow would be not uh, no, I don't. I don't, I don't mean like but him, like trying to recreate the that. character of Jack Sparrow. I just mean like Boba Fett as a captain of a crew of you know fucking hardcore pirates would be badass as shit. Oh, that already exists. His name is Hondo Onaka. <laughs> well, we do. We do thing. need a help. We need uh, a he, we need a heaping helping of Hondo in the Mandalorian as quickly as did, possible. Did you, guys, <laughs> did you guys know that Carl Weathers' character was supposed to be a weak way? Uh, and did he refuse in, the makeup? The I bet yeah. you he did. And um, so they put him in, they were getting him ready for makeup, and John Favreau was like, dude, we got Carl Weathers. That's really why John Favreau rules. Like, he understands marketing, baby. And, and, and John Favreau was like, we'll save it for another character. And and, and I almost screamed out loud, ah, my friend! But he's right, though. It's Carl Weathers. Just let Carl Weathers be Carl Weathers. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely true. So, Remember when we thought he was going to be soon to fell? he was going to be soon Remember, like, the week where we thought Carl Weathers was <laughs> going to be super fell? <laughs> I have the card from the Fly Better guys, and it's still my favorite one. But I never thought that he was actually going to be. Yeah, I, thought, you know, I, I thought it was. Uh, I, yeah, I remember so reading it and going, well, okay, so he's going to be like an old fat soon tier fell? Is that what they're going with here? The man is ancient. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Um, so, um, oh. There was a rumor on the internet. It's a bad rumor, but it's out there. Um, that that comms officer from Gideon Ship um, was actually supposed to be undercover Sabine. That's just, it, is anybody huh. else weirded out by how much screen time she got only to completely not matter? And she was like, her her actress is uh, is uh, versed in she, forms it's something. Arts. Something feels like they they. Uh, like an editing decision got made with her, you know. I never, I, I don't think they ever even said her name, but one no. of the one of the imperial officers on Gideon's cruiser, she had maybe like ten minutes of screen oh, time yeah. in the whole series. She wasn't on the deck when they all got shot and everyone showed and all the rebel and the Mando and the crew showed up. So how, how old would Sabine be in, um, in Ahsoka? Luke's mm, age. Really? Uh, yeah, she was, so I believe the last time she was 21 at the end of rebels and that was after Endor. So she'd so be she about would, 30, 35, right? Uh, so Mando is five yeah. years after return of the Jedi. Yeah. And that scene with her and Ahsoka is after Return of the Jedi, so she would be 27. I, She's super young. I'm gonna go with Aquafina. Yeah. Oh my God! If they got Aquafina to play Savine, that would be that would be I'm, so freaking yeah. cool. Google before you ask stupid questions. She's the right age. My wife just yelled at me. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I go with Aquafina. I, I yep, you know yep, I I yep. do wonder if the future Why? of the Mandalorian is just exploring. Or I, I, I hate that. I hate using that word. Why? I feel like such a tool. I wonder if the future of the Mandalorian is them, you know, kind of going into what's left of the various clan cultures. That would be a cool direction to go. There's what? so much to there. 
There's a oh, lot. Yeah. There's so exactly. much stuff. That's they what could it do. feels I mean, like the future so, should be. You could, you could set a series on Coruscant and never leave Coruscant if you want yeah, to. Yeah, that's really. I mean, if if you could fit half of the, mean, half the TV shows ever made just in New York City, imagine what you could do with a planet. Exactly, Star Wars. Star Wars Private Investigator. On <laughs> Law and Order Coruscant. <laughs> and, then you get, and then you get the resistance. You get the you get the Republic. Uh, old the cops. To bring the, the guy in, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. The Raiders of the New Republic. Uh, this is weird. Guys. That that yes. is. Oh man, I don't even know how to describe the shit pile we just just we just came up with in five seconds. Um, <laughs> I would that would have to be the Cornhorn series though, Space Cop Cornhorn. Oh, dude, with his own with his own like um like uh what is it Xavier. Professor X style like wheelchair because he's like ninety, <laughs> right? Like... Oh man! <laughs> I'm just just. I'll go ahead. Go or ahead. Beep, beep. Oh my God! Cornhorn, Coruscant space cop, but he's secretly a Jedi in training from Mace Windu. Mace is dead. Shut up. No, he's uh, not. Uh, have, have he's not that? that. I don't think. Have you seen so, the no. uh, the fan film? No, Mason, Mason fan film. Have you seen? Have you seen the meme? Have you seen the meme where instead of Luke standing in the doorway, it's a sh- it's a hooded figure with a purple lightsaber and the caption, "I've been looking for this motherfucker." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, my theory was that Snoke was somehow Mace Windu. That was my just because theory. they're bald. That's racist. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm allowed if, to say it because I'm bald. Now I'm just <laughs> picturing Snoke wearing a wearing a flat cap backwards, and it's never going to be out of my head. Wow! There I go. just got, got him with the wife beater on, oh, looking man. over all mean, just like the black snake moon face. <laughs> which which wow. lightsaber is yours? That's one that's bad. Bad. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. No, uh, I Mace is dead. Let's not even. Uh, if if people are compl- just imagine how people are going to react if they're complaining that they brought that they brought Luke Skywalker to the Mandalorian, how much are people going to complain about fan service if they start resurrecting Jedi? Okay, right? question. Maul, question. Darth Maul was cut oh, in fucking Jeff. Jeff, I agree with you. <laughs> But the, the, the only reason that that whole thing, the only reason anyone accepts it, is that they actually managed to do a decent job. Uh, well, uh, did they really though? Because Maul also got a brother made from magic green space dust. So, but that's, that's, a, wait, wait, that's a that's a savage problem. That's not a Maul problem. No, no, wow. literally yeah, savage oppression. Yeah. If anything disrespected Asajj Ventress, it was the creation of Savage Opress. I'm sorry. Asajj is actually a dope <laughs> character. Asajj <laughs> is a dope character who deserved way better than she got. Asajj, uh, Asajj yeah. is awesome. Asajj is my second favorite character in Clone Wars. So. Agreed. I want her ship for the I just want her to show up in more things. In like, do we ever see her die? That's also true. No. Yes, oh, in one of the God books, it. um, uh, it's her and Quinlan Vaughn. Um, but no, she has no, a um. She doesn't, she, die, a, she doesn't die in Dark Disciple. No. 
Oh, my friend has been telling me lies. Then. I don't I think so. I don't think she him. dies in Dark Disciple. Unless well, even if she does die ending. in whatever book this is, that doesn't mean she can't be in more stuff. No, it doesn't. And the thing about it is, uh, Asajj is uh, going to be a tough one to do live action. Very tough. Really is she? Tall. She's oh. shorter than Obi-Wan. She's, oh, yeah. Well, no, she's like spindly. Really she's not tall. tall. She's spindly, but she's... Just the way she moves, like she's she just sort of slithers, and the way she speaks, Karen she would Jillian be really Dunn. tough to do live action, in my opinion. Karen Jillian Dunn. That's not a bad call. On. That, that's that's, a, that's <laughs> actually yeah, a good pick. I'm impressed. Um, and we all know Karen Jillian does not mind makeup or, or a, bald a bald head. Um, uh, so my point to uh, to you, Vince, about Mace. You forgot the number one rule of Star Wars, which is if you don't it's, see the body, they're not exactly. dead. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's, why, that's why I was convinced he was Snoke. I was like, we never saw him dead. We never uh, Ven dead. Ven Ventress does, does die in Dark Disciples. Oh. Um, Obi-Wan Obi -Wan goes and buries her with the Night Sisters. Well, now um, you spoil it for everybody, all of our listeners. <laughs> if wow. we weren't afraid I mean, to spoil are we not the Mandalorian, we're not afraid surprise. to spoil a book that's probably several years old. I don't give a shit. It's a, it's a good it book, baby by the way. Like, do, we, do we also want to talk about just how uh, Marine or whatever her name is, is a bay? Who? If we're talking about who? From Fallen Order, oh, the nice you, sister from Fallen now Order. Now that you said it, we don't need to say it anymore, just because I don't like. I haven't got it, dude. Did you guys hold on, Kosh, Koska? Did you? Oh, she, she is dope as shit, before, dude. She's, I want to see more of her. Before like, you guys talk Koska about Frost? it too much, no way. before you guys talk about it too much, please go on Urban Dictionary and look it up. What? Ka Koska is is real Russian slang, and it's um. It's, We're talking it's about Sasha oh, Banks. Well, character. I just looked it up. <laughs> yeah, dude. In, dude, in X Wing, the top two Boba uh, double fire spray list for a while, it was Casca okay, and, and that has and Boba. nothing to do with That's what Jeff her. was talking about. Um, <laughs> I know it has nothing to do with it. So yeah, I'm you'll it know right it when you see it. <laughs> Jeff. He'll know it when he sees it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, that just ruined that character for me completely. Uh, I mean, it's just funny that they named the character and nobody ever bothered to to realize that it was Russian slang. I just think that's hilarious. I mean, to be fair, Papa Banks does make me go meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? Of, you know what would be, and, and this is no one else is going to suggest this, and I'm only going to say it. Because I played the shit out of the Pod Racer PC game. Can we get another pod? Can we get another Pod oh, Racer scene in something, game. please? Oh yes. Or they, can, we they get, suppose... can we get a Pod Racer game for the for like a con for real. An updated console? Keep it real. No, just what? Rick, 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 say pod less. Racing? Say less. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know. That's all. I... Yes, please. Give me more. Uh... <laughs> but like yeah that's that's one of the coolest things about that that was that was for me the highlight of the phantom menace other than the actual highlight yep. um yep. yep oh other than other than the highlight of uh darth maul almost ending the entire story by <laughs> running over a kid he doesn't even know 
Oh my god. I still can't get over that. Like, wait, 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 wait. Anakin, yeah, duck. Just, what if oh, he forgets and he's done? Hold up, hold up. Imagine, imagine season seven of Clone Wars if Anakin did show up and he goes, wait, I've seen you before. Wait, how do I know you? Yeah, you were that guy on Tatooine. No, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Drew, you just completely derailed. I had a thought about this going, and then you derailed the shit I'm out of me. Sorry. That was my that was my favorite meme recently, where the officer walks up to Palpatine and Vader, and they're standing in front of the Death Star being built, and the officer's like, "All right, sir, in a few months it'll be ready." And Palpatine goes, "Yes, thank you." And Vader goes, "Hey, can we test it out on Tatooine? <laughs> like, I hate that place." <laughs> that's that's another thing that i hope that that uh, continues with the mandalorian is that well not sorry that starts with the mandalorian can we go to a few new planets please like oh, i don't need any more tatooine going to talk about too yeah we need yeah, more outer rim is so large exactly. there's, like, yeah. there's only three planets <laughs> like, in it right well, here's the thing, though. You got it. You got to figure out a way to do do it live action. I mean, Clone Wars. It's easy enough to have fungal forest and gem yeah, planets fair. And, fair. and all of that stuff. Right? Doing it live yeah. action is tough. It's easy. It's easy. Even with a little woods, where there's a bunch of mushrooms and some Legos. Some Legos. Yeah. I mean, they're reaching the point where you can have mm-hmm. green screen that that you, know, you could almost Jeff, do it. Not- Jeff, are you not aware of how they filmed Mandalorian? Uh, I I assume with cameras on the uh, no. So they built they built a three a, a three sixty dome green screen TV, um, and it got to the point where they can detail. It's like looking at a video game, and so most of the sets, especially in the background, it's that's a background that people made in a computer program. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about you know, you you. It's easy enough to film in Death Valley or Tunisia or you know the, right. the Pacific Northwest for a forest planet or whatever you need to do. It it's not easy to film, a, a you know, crystal forest. Right, right. Um, like, I guess Jeff, what I'm kind of asking for culture. really is is cultural differences. You know, like like. This is this is supposed to be, you're talking about a galaxy. Uh, I'm assuming the empire didn't just completely wipe out every other well, we we know for a fact they didn't. So can we can we see some more of that? Like the fish the the planet where they meet the frog people basically just looks like space Boston. It just it just looks like the docks. <laughs> like I mean I mean all the way wrong. Drew you're not wrong. All the way down to the fact that those people were wearing sweaters. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's where J.C. Penny's. That's where Mayfield is from. Oh, it's geez, shut Foster. up! It's true. <laughs> that actor, yeah. that actor, by the way, is hilarious. He's got his own podcast. I'm sorry, you I mean Bill Burr? Anybody Drew, Drew, Bill Burr. You mean yeah, the second know, best comedian alive? <laughs> like he's he was a, yep. he's a stand up yeah, guy. Like, yep. I, I I you know what? To be fair, Bill, Bill Burr, Burr is not your kind of comedian Bill at all. Genius. Yes, he's he is. Bill Burr's genius. And it, it, I'm surprised Bill you don't has, get this, Vince. Bill Barr's genius is that he is a serious liberal. Oh no, I absolutely know that about him. Okay, he's he he disguises it so well that his his jokes are so subversive 
with such tw dark twist and stuff that people don't a lot of his fans don't understand but also, he he yeah okay well i'm this is not the bill burr this is not the critiquing bill burr show. No, um, yep. yep no i had so i i just want to jump in here i'm assuming you're putting Chappelle at number one as much as dave Chappelle can still be considered a comedian and not just you know a gospel like his own walking book of the gospel yes <laughs> Boba Fett is still number one for me, man. Like who just <laughs> fuck, who just dies like that? Like ah, right? Like just smacks into the I can't, I can't, I can't, guys, I can't. It's just oh yeah, I meant to hit the other one, right? Like, <laughs> dude, this guy's this guy's one liners are great. Like uh he's worth a lot to you, Tamir Morrison. <laughs> right. That they might recognize my face, he says the, the silver in the silver history green. of Star Wars. Nothing comes close to that. I'm going to be honest, I didn't get it. I was like, oh, like, oh, they probably have Boba Fett's face on record. It did not hurt. It literally, like, it, I, it took all the meme. And somebody's like, oh, look at this joke. I'm like, that wasn't that a joke. Was oh, my God, that was a joke. joke in 40 years of writing. No one is ever going to top that. Um what are we? Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm the child in the room. When they, we, when, when they were thinking, when they, uh, right when line. they were trying to figure out who's going to go with uh, Mayfeld to get into the Imperial base, and they right. look at Boba Fett and he goes, "They might recognize my face." Oh, oh my God! And then, and then it just shoots to Zeb and Rebels, and he's like, Is yeah. that a clone joke?" Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I didn't get. It. I did not get the joke. I, I didn't get that until just now. I thought I was like, oh yeah, Boba Fett. He's like, dude, he's like the most famous bounty hunter, like no. one of them, right? Like no. he's the guy. Darth Vader went out of his way to tell six guys. He <laughs> no. pulled one guy out of the crowd and said, "You." <laughs> he had to pull one dude out by his by his straps just to go. By the way, your ass, no shenanigans. <laughs> and the, yeah, and, and the dude and the dude six inches shorter than Vader spat on his <laughs> shoes and was like, okay, like sorry. Oh, but yeah, no, I like. Yeah, they probably do have Vader or Boba Fett's face because he's a bounty hunter and they had to register, blah blah blah. And then it literally wasn't until I saw the meme that I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, it's a clone trooper." That's uh, whoever whoever wrote that joke made all of their pay for the month on that single sentence. So here's the thing: we talked about redoing episode one, two, and three, or seven, eight, and nine. More so, seven, eight, and nine. Do you guys like the fact that they, you know, the M count with Grogu, that they really kind of laid into episode one, two, and three mythology a lot in Mando? One, two, and three became, so, um, Favreau, no, it was Filoni who gave a great speech about why the prequels are, are genius and good. And I completely agree with Filoni on that one. Next, the Clone Wars. TV show fleshed out uh, one, two, and three, and made them better. And yes. if you fast forward through all of the scenes that take place on the yeah. show, two is yep. I agree. The end of Clone Wars, I have consistently said, is one of the best parts of Star Wars throughout through the its entire its entire duration. You delete Naboo from Attack of the Clones. One, two, three is a like good the, series. You have to delete. You have to delete more than that. You, I think you have to chop a solid Hour. half, two thirds, two -thirds. of of yep. the 
of the uh, let, let's let's just let's just keep, let's get to what we're really saying. Less of Anakin and Padme, and more of Obi Wan and Christopher Lee. Let's just, let's just be real. And, and you know what? Maybe no Jar Jar. Yep. No poop jokes. Yep. No. The, none of that if bullshit. you're if you're gonna lay into a it if you're gonna write a political story, which is what the prequel trilogy is, you need to lean into it, and that means that you need more Christopher Lee because he's he's the guy. Yes. He elevates every, like. Yeah. That that series that trilogy he elevates it. So, so what I was saying earlier, the the um, the original trilogy is a story of the people, and the prequel trilogy is a story of the place. And and that's and it took us a while to get there. Like when when episode two came out, we were like, what the fuck. This is I didn't think it was garbage. And that's because I think... My wife's first foray into Star Wars, she hated it. She was like, why do people like this? Yeah, I thought it... I, I completely believe that Attack of the Clones, when it dropped in 2002 or whenever that was, um, was hot trash and, and was worse when it dropped than probably Rise of Skywalker. Now... What I think changed is it got fleshed out, the support structure, the scaffolding around it got built, and now it is an important and good part of the Star Wars saga. Mm. I don't believe that the sequel trilogy, that 7, 8, and 9, are capable of having that done for them. I, I just I don't I don't buy that the the stuff that's been built up around the prequel trilogy makes the prequel trilogy better as films. When was the last yeah, time you watched I, it? There's it still it the dialogue is some of the some worst, of that shit is that bad. Is, <laughs> it is yeah, the whole the whole movie is a is a meme essentially, right? Like every scene has basically been turned it right. The woman and children and the, and, and, and the you things know, like Oh, oh yeah, go thing. ahead, Drew. I'm sorry. Real quick, real quick. Um, you know, Rick, you you're spot on. That was one of the reasons why George wanted to do a Clone Wars series because he's like, there's a lot of stories that we can tell here, and I kind of want to flesh this out a little bit more because I, you know, he didn't, he never says that he didn't do it right, but he always tells you, or at least he said publicly, like he wanted to do more, right? Yeah. And so I still don't think they make them particularly good films, but I mean, the clone stuff is really interesting. I like watching the Kimin- the Kiminoans. I love Django. Yeah. And um, uh, Tamara Morrison, or I think that's how you say his oh, name. Obi Wan Kenobi, um, young Obi Wan Kenobi is fantastic. Ewan McGregor is one handsome son of a bitch. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, 80s Ewan McGregor with the, with the mullet and everything, <laughs> like rocking. Dude, I, I didn't even, I didn't even. I was like, whoa. It's not that there. everything about those movies sucks. It's that so much about those movies sucks that I. They're, for me, they are they are. I, I can only I can literally I only watch the I part from watch. where the clones show up. Everything before that, I can't watch. Right. Honestly, I, honestly, I just I fast forward through anything on a boo, and it is, and you can you can handle you can, the. Rest. But that's not the same as saying it's good. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Like, yep. Vince. Do we need to rehash? No, what my no, 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 Rick. I, I just have wanted to avoid saying until this point that your taste is I want to know hysterically bad. Well, I, was, I, I want to know. Say, like, the, 
we remember the most iconic line from episode two, which is Yoda going, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like a, oh God, I can't, Rick. I can't. Sorry, Jeff, continue. You Rick, what are your favorite Jeff. movies? Oh, <laughs> it's not Uh-oh. so much. I know. Really uh, well, like, hold on. Everyone, all the things you agree with Rick about over the last two hours, he's about to invalidate. Run for cover <laughs> if you don't want to hear this. <laughs> Okay, so holiday special, right? But what's next? What's no, 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 no. Have you ever seen the movie oh Iron God. Sky? Uh-huh. <laughs> I've saw, I've seen Iron Eagle, and I've seen Vanilla Sky. Is this some no, sort of mashup? It's space Nazis. Kind of? But but it's just it's a it's B-list not a B list. It's not. Nazis. It's F list. It's a sci fi original movie. <laughs> oh God. So wow. it is. It is one of my top I, ten favorite I movies. Can't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I actually really liked Star Trek Beyond. I should. I can't. I, I... <laughs> it was one of my. Hey, hey, Vince, let, let, let the let the let the poor boy what, finish. Come on. What is Nothing. Star Trek? Correct Beyond. answer, Jeff. What? Savor your innocence on that one. Rick, continue. The, uh, it's the Star Trek number three four. from the reboot, directed by the Fast and Furious. Re- oh, four, directed by the Fast and Furious director. Oh wow! No, it's number three. I, I mean, I I can stomach all of the all of the Kelvin timeline Star Treks. Yeah, no, I think it's actually kind of fun and good. Um, Literally turned Chris then, Pine oh, into a low rent Steve McQueen. <laughs> okay, what else? Um, oh, I don't know. Vince, what are some others? Rick, like, I don't have a hard drive like space movies. to justify how terrible right. all of your taste in films are. I have to just eliminate oh 90% God. of I what mean, you say are... on GP. These are these are terrible just because, I mean, how do they end up being somebody's favorite? I mean, are you were you <laughs> raised by... Were you kidnapped and raised by somebody who only let you watch, like... TNT. TNT is better than what, what he likes. What? So, I'll, how does I'll, this I'll become this. somebody's I'll favorite? When, um, when I would sneak TV as a kid, my go-to shows when I snuck TV were DS9. So you and should Gina. have better taste than that. DS9 is awesome. like the best shows. Yeah. So, so is your favorite episode two? Is that is that what you're oh, talking no. about? Oh my favorite is absolutely Rogue One. Okay. Okay. So keep going. So keep going. So what's next? What, what are your what, like? What's your top three? So you've got Rogue One. Rogue One, um, probably honestly Empire, um, and then I actually uh, Sith. Get out. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not saying Sith is perfect. I'm just saying if I had to pick a Star Wars movie to watch and it couldn't be Empire or Rogue One. How is it possible that the words "a new I hope" would... didn't come out of your mouth on programming? Um, because I'm not a mindless drone who's programmed. Okay. I mean, well, uh, excuse me, Rick. You have network you calculations. Fly you should be fine. There's something <laughs> to be said. There's something to be said for just the excitement of the action in, in Re- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's true. It so... starts out with the super yeah. fun space battle, and then you get Chris Lee. Versus Aiden Christensen and Ewan McGregor duel. Yeah, 
then I mean, in my opinion, Revenge of the Sith is the best of those three. They get they get better as they go, but are you the, saying Phantom Menace is worse than Attack of the Clones? Oh fuck yes. We oh, we we disagree. Yeah. I, I I actually have to stoop to agree with Rick momentarily. I mean, it's it's maybe we're comparing uh, dog shit between your toes to with it's, dog, it's, shit, it's on it's your dog sandals, shit to cat but... shit. Let's be perfectly real. It just depends on which kind of animal it's, you prefer. They're, they're both terrible. They're both terrible. But uh, the young Anakin, midichlorians, fuck that shit. Jar Jar Binks, uh, fuck that Pod shit. racing. Fuck they brought them. They brought the midichlorians. Yeah, midichlorians, midichlorians is in the Mandalorian. What do you think M count is? I know. Yeah. I know. I groaned out loud when they when it Okay, went. so you didn't like that, Jeff, then? Because that's my question was do you guys like that they started to add in more of that stuff it's, to you make know what? it okay. more canon? I literally let's, groaned. Let's, I'm gonna address that real quick, because I don't give a shit about midichlorians one way or the other. Uh, to me it makes perfect sense that there's some kind of tiny little cellular organism that explains why some people are force sensitive and other people are not. It makes sense. I'll take the series either way. It makes no difference in my overall feelings. And now I just completely lost where I was going. Um, just because I wanted to get away from that fucking question. Jeff, where was I going? Somebody save me for myself. Jeff, have you ever watched, Jeff, have you ever watched, the, ever watched the movie American Dreams, Dreams with a Z? What the hell no. are you... Oh. Is this more Iron Sky dog shit? Oh, it's a... Why are you? Oh. Why are you asking us if we've seen movies on YouTube? Like I think, like I think Rick excuse had the me. weirdest abusive childhood of all time. Excuse me, I'm going to read you the top three cast members of American Dreams. It is Hugh Grant, Dennis Quaid, Two and Mandy Moore. Suck. Oh, and look, Will and William Defoe. Okay, William Defoe must have needed rent money. Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused. The only thing Manny Moore's ever been in that anybody gives a shit about is one bad album and Save the Last. What is, is it? Save the Last? No, it's not Save the Last Dance. What's what's the other one? That was Julius. Oh my God! One. Seth Meyers, John Cho, and Grudy, Judy okay, Greer then are all. This in is it. somebody's pet project, and they all showed up for a weekend of filming. Let's not talk about it again. <laughs> Just read those Please names don't. off in alphabetical order. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, I'm. I'm just. I'm just wondering how we got into like, uh, you know, crapping all over Rick's movie taste as opposed to actually talking okay. about Star Wars. Things how does done, somebody? Or... How does somebody have two hours of their life <laughs> ahead of them? And <laughs> oh, let's watch this movie called American no, no, no. Dreams. Jeff, Jeff, you haven't even seen Iron. You haven't even seen a trailer for Iron Sky. American Dreams isn't even the weirdest one he likes. No, but I, I guess Dude, that's Iron Sky point. is literally a shittier no. version of Wolfenstein. Uh, no, it's thing. not. Um, so American. <laughs> American Dream. We're not. No, no, no. I'm cutting you off. No. American. Mute. Mute. Sorry. I mean, he's not allowed to talk about American Dream. Jeff, talk about something Star Wars. Occam's razor here is that Rick likes camp. I like camp. I like Top Gun and Starship Troopers. That's not what he's talking about. Top Gun. Top Gun and Star. Top Gun and Starship Troopers are disguised. Uh, first of all, disguised homoerotic movies. Get the fuck out. And, and, 
Uh, uh, no, but it's true. Though. You, you, you know how many times thing? Tom Cruise says it's that the he 80s. needs to take a shower? The 80s were different <laughs> rules. It's like seven. Okay, okay. Sorry, Jeff, continue. Um, I, I, there's a difference between uh, there's a difference between camp like what Plan Nine from Outer Space, which is no what Plan Nine from Outer Space is a classic. <laughs> it's a classic now, but it's it's pure camp. I mean, it's it's it isn't high it isn't high concept camp like Star Trek. Right, but Star nobody Trek in fifty Trooper. years is going to talk about Iron Sky. False. I'm setting an alarm in my phone. I hope you get run over by Amtrak before the timer runs out. I still think it's okay to to be strange enough that you base your your choices on liking stuff like that. So to thank you, thank you, Jeff. And what I will wrap up by saying is my favorite movies are ones where I have fun sitting down to watch sometimes laughing and throwing popcorn at the TV. Yeah, that's can't. Can. It's exactly. cheese. It's just, it's cheese. Yeah. Yeah, but Rick, yeah. you're, 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 t- you yeah. like really yeah. shitty cheese. <laughs> you, like, you... Dude, I'll I'll the is the best cheese you can no, get. It's, 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 he likes like those, the, he likes those plastic wrapped, um, the ones you got in, in, in that your mom put in your packed lunch. But that have been left outside for like six months, and then he eats them. That's what Rick likes. <laughs> I, oh God, I just I can't fucking with this guy. I can't with this guy sometimes. Uh, all right, I think we've pretty much exhausted our content for for this particular show, and also we're coming up on damn damn near two hours. Uh, yeah, I'd say we exhausted our content like I don't know forty minutes. Ago. I don't disagree on any particular. I don't disagree on that point not- at all. But it was fun. Uh, I would not so clean that Drew, how many uh, how many agent uh, how many Age of Sigmar models have you painted uh, during this episode? That's the real question. Oh, I, I stopped Age of Sigmar. They haven't done the winter points update, so I don't actually know if my army's legal anymore or not. I'm pretty sure some of it's not, but I, I have some Legion models, and I'm actually painting an act. Also, should we should we mine. do a minor kind um, of you know hail the victorious dead for Star Wars Destiny? Oh, I mean, not really. It, the, I don't know. The game was already tough to make from FFG standpoint. And now all the other card games that FFG makes are they're like, oh, my God, are we next? And like none of these people know about the problems with production that Destiny had. And it's just a whole it's just people doing crowd control to try and be like, no, 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 you're fine. Like, you know, it's COVID, right? Like, we're not going to get a whole lot of content. And I'm worried that we that we might not get more Star Wars content before AMG. Um, which means we're at least going to be going what, well, six, okay. seven months. Well, there's no, there's, there's no way that we're getting any more FFG content because it's they have two days, right? Yeah, so it's. I think so. Yeah, something like I that. Get, I better get my lats. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, I've been, I've been, oh, I'll talk. Well, I'll talk after the episode. I can't. I, I, I thank you, Jeff. I got it. Oh, hey, Rick, uh, by the way, what's your favorite ship in Star Wars again? Is it the Lat? <laughs> oh, fuck that ship. That ship does not belong in the game. Uh, uh, it's still the speeder bike that Darth Maul drives that almost killed Anakin. Oh, my God. That's the... <laughs> you mean the, <laughs> okay. you mean the Wait, Hover Space Segway? I hate that. 
the lat is the worst ship. Like it's a ground assault troop transport. Yes, with I'm with you, Rick. That thing, that thing is not designed. Girl, to fly if you're wondering in space, if I did this on purpose, you're absolutely right. <laughs> No, you're, I, I completely like, agree with my that. How does it have a better that. dial than the lambda? It doesn't. Um, it has the same. It has the same dial as the arc, except the arc has soft blue twos. No, yeah, no doesn't the so arc bad. have blue one yeah. blue yeah, one yeah, banks? So... Yeah. Yeah, the uh, lat doesn't. Oh, yeah, <laughs> does. oh. oh yeah. you're right. It's only one Fordham two four. Uh, uh, never mind. The lat have a blue heart or a not a blue a white hard turn. Uh, yeah, it's a two. Uh, Isn't the two. two hard on the shuttle white? No, oh, Jesus. no, it's um, damn, that sucks. Yeah. All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Rick, thanks a lot for coming on and uh, shooting some very various levels of really stinky shit with us for the last two hours. Drew, glad you managed to make it in. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I'll tell you, well, you the, the viewers won't hear the story, but you guys will hear the story. Uh, Jeff, sign off how you prefer. Y'all have a good week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, there will be a double upload with the episode from last week because Vince sucks and is bad. Um, so listen, oh, there's no way they would know to listen to episode 97 second. Oh, well, if you, if you listen to this part, just know that you should have listened to 96 first. What do we, what do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. Can I, can I get the sound bite on a, on a Yesterday. soundboard? Vince, Vince sucks and is bad. Thank you everyone. Have a good evening. Thank you.